Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Other than that, guys, uh, we're gonna we're kind of done. That's where we, what we didn't like. And here's the biggest thing where I think everybody is talking about now. Marcus, let's talk about the two guys Jim Irsay hired to run this football team. I'm gonna start with Frank Reich because my biggest issue is, is with Chris Ballard. Frank Reich, you came in after a very, very uh, ugly thing. Josh McDaniels accepting the job, walking out on the job. You got the job. You won the team over in that Houston game, going for it, being aggressive in overtime. You won them over. I haven't seen a fire since 2020 i haven't seen that fire and i feel like some of it is just i feel like some of it is frank being exhausted of constantly introducing new stuff every year with a new quarterback i feel like some of that is part of it so i want to cut him some slack there i've taken a chance I've, i've i've stepped away from the phone stepped away from football for like 30 minutes after the game, and I'm thinking, okay, what what is Frank Reich's problem, okay? And it's been harped on, and you've harped on it, Marcus. Frank Reich, the offensive play caller, is great. But Frank Reich, the head coach, comes up very, very small. How How can you twist it any other way, Marcus? How many years? Have we started 0-1? And this was even before Frank Reich. So he didn't even fix the issue the five years he's been here. How many times have we lost in Jacksonville? Twice during Frank Reich's tenure, we scored zero points in Jacksonville. Jacksonville, the pathetic franchise that fans showed up to clown their own GM to. You lost. 6-0 to zero in 2018. You lost. Four times you got inside the five-yard line. You didn't take the points. You lost. That's when you had Andrew Luck, and I believe you still had Eric Swopes as your tight end. That was a long time ago, right? Yeah. And today, 24 to... Zero, Mike. (laughs) 24 to zero. 24 to zero. The play calling, I didn't see much going on there. The, The scripted plays were jack crap. They weren't good. They were not good. You saw Jacksonville scripted plays. You saw those. And none of those was Trevor Lawrence going off script. He stepped in the pocket and he delivered a throw. None of it was off script. He didn't roll out. He wasn't pressured. He wasn't forced left. He wasn't forced right. He stood in the middle of the pocket and he delivered a throw. Those were scripted plays. Our scripted plays, run, run, short pass, outside short pass, three-yard pass, drop, drop, no one's getting open. Where? And then I'm just observing. I'm observing the the broadcast image that I get. It gets the it gets the field, right? But it also gets some of the sideline. You know what I mean? So knowing where Frank Reich is, I'm just watching. I'm, I'm just watching. 
And he's just standing there with a pale look on his face, Marcus. With a pale look. Are, are you not going to go and tear into your defense? Are you not going to demand and challenge them to step up? Are you not going to demand and challenge your offensive line to stand up? What about the wide receivers? You know they're young and inexperienced. Are you going to walk over there and encourage them? Hell, instead of sitting your ass on the bench, why don't y'all get up and start practicing some cuts? Do some of that. And nothing is being done. I'm not saying, I don't see Frank Reich being pissed. I don't see any emotion. I don't see anything that I would want to see in a head coach. I don't see anything on the offensive line. All this calm demeanor and everything, that's one thing. Being the quiet guy is one thing. When have we ever heard a story of Frank Reich ripping into a player, Marcus? We've heard that about Mike Tomlin. We've heard that about Jimmy Johnson. We've heard that about Bill Belichick. Heard that about, uh, Frank, his name is escaping me. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan, Doug Peterson even ripped into players. He ripped into Carson Wentz. What is Frank Reich doing, man? He's doing nothing. Uh, actually, uh, for for a quick answer, uh, he's there. He's just a, a head coach. He's a motivator. Right now, we don't need a motivator. Right now, we need someone who's going to hold people accountable and to do their jobs. I'm tired of every post game being the same exact sequence. You get the same quotes. You get the same. We gotta be better. Like, how many times are you going to say that until you actually figure out, all right, what are we doing wrong? Of course, we got to be better. Like, yeah, we all know that. 24-0, no, we suck. It's no, we got to be better. We suck. And it's not the players because we know these players are talented. We've seen how good they can be. Like, you telling me just because we're missing Shaquille Leonard that we can't go out there and make some noise or some turnovers? Like, nah, this is unacceptable. Something's wrong. I'm tired of the play calling because it's nothing working. You know, after the losing streak we went after, you know, after the whole week 14 thing, and we was going into next week, we was like, all right, we're feeling like Coach Frank Wright can dig into his playbook because he got a deep playbook and all these things. He won a Super Bowl. He's a mastermind. He can work with anybody. He's a QB coach. No, he's not. I don't see any of that. I'm sorry. I don't. And a guy like Matt Ryan, I feel like we're wasting his time. He's about to retire. And – Brought him in, it's like, all right, he can probably work something with Frank Wright because the way we have the roster set up, it's like, all right, he can get something going on his offense. He can make Michael Pittman Jr. flourish like he did Calvin Ridley. You know, we can see a tight end group like what he had in Atlanta. But he's missing one thing. He's missing a head coach. The head coach we have right now is just giving out the same Ricky Dink speeches. It's like, you're not moving anything. I feel like Coach Frank Wright lost his locker room. I really do. I feel like he's lost his locker room because there's no way you're convincing me that these guys trust him moving week to week. I know everybody, when they seen that game, Jacksonville, week two, they're like, oh, Lord, here we go again. Here we go. What are you telling them before you went into that game? Did you even say anything is the question. We know how Ursay felt. We know how Ballard felt going into this game. What did Coach Frank Wright do to make this game feel like they was winnable? Nothing. Everything after that, Ryan Kelly said, we lost, we got to ask me. Kenny Moore didn't like the game. He said, we got to be better. But nobody else is speaking up and telling us what the real situation is. Even Coach Frank Wright, we got to be better. Now, something's going on, Mike. I don't know what it is, but they better figure it out. Because there's no way you're telling me this team's going to keep losing games. 
Yep. So, something's got to be done. Something's got to be done. I can only put so much on Frank Reich. And when it comes to, uh, again, the head coach I have a problem with, the offensive mind I don't. I think if he was just given one responsibility, just be the offensive coordinator, just be that, I think he would be one of the better minds out there, Marcus. I truly believe that. I truly, within every inch and ounce of blood in my soul, that he will be that. Now let me get into the other freaking moron in the front office. A guy who has a hand in why Frank Reich is not running a decent offense. Chris Ballard came to Indianapolis with a potential legend handed to him. He said, we're going to build through the draft. He said, you're going to raise your own. You were also rebuilding. You just got done being what? Five and 11 or something like that. You just got done with that. Fire Chuck Pagano. I get it. Andrew Luck retired. I get it. And I have defended every single one in person in this organization because of it. But one thing that has pissed me off the most, that, that confuses the hell out of me with Chris Ballard, is his philosophy of building a damn team. I get it. If you want to build through the draft, great. But that's when you're rebuilding, Marcus. That's when you're rebuilding. The first two, three years, was I was fine with it. But now, you go and get a guy like Carson Wentz. You go and get a guy like Phillip Rivers. You go and get a guy like Matt Ryan. Who the hell do you give to him? Let me give him a rookie in Michael Pittman. Let me give him an aging T.Y. Hilton. Oh, I got Paris Campbell. Where, 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 and, and I get, and I understand I do give him credit for going out and giving debt, getting Devin Funches one year, $10 million. He spent the money, just a bad, uh, unlucky play in week one, broke his clavicle bone out for the year. I, I, I understand that part, but going, let's just focus on this pass off season. Okay. Let's not worry about the rest market. Let's not worry about the rest. Okay. We'll be here all day if we did. <laughs> yeah. We will be here all day. And I don't want to get into, into that, uh, pop, into that pile. You have the year that you did. It ended the way you did. And then you go, you know you're on the hot seat. Jim Mercer calls you in. Not, not routine, by the way. He calls you and Frank Reich in. I don't know what was said. I have no idea what was said. But I know it wasn't anything good. And then he wants to get up in front of the media and act like he's pissed off. Pissed off for what? You put this roster together. You put it together. What are you pissed off about? No one gets on this roster without your say-so, without your okay, your signage. No one steps foot inside that building without your okay, and you're acting pissed off. For us to believe that he was pissed off, Marcus, he would have gone and did something about it. He would have gone and got a Taron Armstead. He would have gone and maybe forced his hand and got a Lael Collins, who Dallas stupidly let go. That's what he would have done. He would have prioritized getting a left tackle. He would have prioritized getting a wide receiver. Wouldn't you do that, Marcus? 
If you knew your ass was on the line, wouldn't you go and by any means necessary get talent to get a competitive advantage? Wouldn't you do that, Marcus? Absolutely. And the crazy thing is, is that there was so much talent even until the last day. Jarvis Landry did not sign with the Saints until almost the last day. Heck, even Odell is still out there, even though he's not available, but he's still there. All this talent, corners, safeties that we needed, you passed on all of them because you want to trust your guys and pay your guys, and you feel like all these guys are not worth it. Like, are you crazy? Like, you're talking about, you know, all chips in. Yeah, all chips in. We're going we're gonna to lock in and get these Ws. Go get Gilmore. All right, Frank Wright's doing something finally. Even before the draft, we're like, all right, Frank, we need a quarterback. What are we going to do? Nothing happened. There were so many quarterbacks available. We didn't get anyone. Even Colts fans would think we were going to get Mariota. What did we do? Nothing. Draft comes. Did we get a quarterback? No. I was like, all right, so so what are we going to do here? Why are we waiting until the last minute? Oh, out of nowhere. We go get Matt Ryan. We was like, all right, good. So, all right, let's go get a wide receiver now, right? No. One day goes past. We're like, all right, maybe next day he's going to get somebody. No. We're like, is he going to trade for somebody? The preseason is about to start. He still ain't making moves. I'm like, all right, so maybe he's just trusting his young group. And we all knew how that was going to look. And there's still veteran wide receivers to this day. Little do you know, there's a sign talking about, thank you, T.Y. Hill. I'm like, did he retire? Like, why are we not getting a veteran wide receiver? You trust this group this much? And they don't even put up three points against Jacksonville, who's about to be a lottery pick? You, like, who's winning the AFC South? This is the easiest time to win it. The Titans are even struggling. Like, how could you not take advantage of trying to win this division? Like, what are you li- like? What are we thinking? The whole offseason, everybody thinking Chris Ballard's in Cabo somewhere just chilling. His phone's not on. So do not disturb. He's not doing nothing. Like, like how much more is Ursula going to take of this? Seriously, like, I know you're tired of losing. Like, so are we. How do you think we feel? We got all this loaded talent and then nothing to give for it. You don't even attack the most important positions in the beginning of the offseason. But then you want to just sit on your hands, and then when we get flooded by the Jaguars, oh, you're upset. Oh, yeah, go figure. So are we. Like, I don't get it. I don't get the mind process. The whole building through the draft thing is stupid. Look at what the Rams just did. They won without draft picks. He said, F them picks. Hello? Like, you want to win now. We don't care about the future. You can you can build through the future while you're winning Super Bowls because you're a hot team. Everybody wants to play for a hot team. Even when people were talking about, why don't nobody want to play for the Colts? Because the Colts aren't doing anything. Like, you look at a list of teams, popular destinations, Indiana's going to be probably to the middle or to the bottom of the list. Simple. I was shocked when we traded for DeForest Buckman. He wanted to stay. I, I was shocked when that happened. I was like, what? All right, cool. We got us a player. And now he's nowhere to be found. Sadly, but you know, I, I just don't get the process with Ballard and his mind thinking at all. Like the whole draft thing is out of the out of the air for me. I, I don't know, I'm not rocking with it. If I had to be a GM or something, I would probably go with the mindset of the Rams because what they're doing is actually being successful with it. And they got a quarterback in Matthew Stafford, and which I thought we was gonna get as well when he was available, but we didn't. So hey, there you have it. I agree. I applaud the decision to go get Stephon Gilmore. I applaud the decision to go get Rodney McLeod. I, I get it. You know, the Tyron Matthew thing, 
dude just couldn't make up his mind, man. He just couldn't make up his mind. Did he want to go here? Do you want to go to Green Bay, New Orleans, Las Vegas? Chris Bowden wasn't waiting all, all, all damn time, man. I, I get that. I get that. But Jarvis Landry wanted to be here. Agent kept calling you. But we come here and we criticize Frank Reich. And we blame him for this offense. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And I get it. And he does deserve blame. <laughs> and go, going back to my point, you had the season that you had and you didn't go get better at the skill position. The skill position that sucked in Jacksonville. The skill position that sucked against Las Vegas. That skill, that same skill position group, still want to keep on keep on relying on Paris Campbell. You believed in Ashton Doolin, even though he didn't have more than thirty damn snaps at wide receiver last year, but you believed in him. You want to draft a seventh round draft pick and think he gonna bop, pop off like Antonio Brown? This past off season was the offseason to make something happen. Players were calling you. Agents were calling you. Even when Sam Ellinger was QB1, they were calling you. All you had to freaking do is pay them the damn money. That's all you had to do. It's not your fucking money. It's gems, so spend it. All this, oh my God, let me hoard this, let me hold that, save this, save that. Man, pay the damn money to get better. The only way you're going to find talent in the draft is if you, if you suck. That's how you find that talent. And are you trying to suck all, all every year, Marcus? Are you trying to suck? You trying to be in the top 10? I'm not. You're not. Everybody that's watching this not. Everybody that pays money for tickets, Sunday ticket, that don't damn work, by the way. Everybody that pays all this money to find avenues to watch the Indianapolis Colts don't want to do that. And we keep saying, oh, man, we'll find those guys in the draft, right? Even edge rusher, Marcus, take me back to two years ago. Carl Lawson, Romeo Aquara. Harold Landry, Yannick Ngakwe, Matt Judon, a slew of edge rushers. Guess what? They weren't brought here, Marcus. You know why? Because we wanted to go to the draft. That's why. We didn't want to pay that money. Nah. Who needs to pay money to get better, right? What if I told you he even missed in the draft? Oh, my gosh. He even missed in the draft, literally. Hey, Marcus, let me not. Go get a Pro Bowl receiver in Jarvis Landry. Let me not go and get those guys. You know who I'm going to go get? Alec Pierce. Who the hell did Alec Pierce play during college? SMU? South Florida? UCF? Who was he going against, man? Come on. What, What are we expecting? Oh, better one, Marcus. Man. I 
wish there was some really good tight ends that could really kind of open up the play calling a little bit for Frank Reich. Somebody who has that ability to get open, use the, the center, the center of the field, know how to pick apart zone coverage. I wish there was a guy maybe like, see, what if CJ Uzoma was a free agent this past? Wait a minute. He was a free agent. Gerald Everett was a free agent. Jared Cook was a free agent. OJ Howard was a free agent. Who caught a touchdown on us? Evan Ingram was a free agent. He caught two, by the way. Yeah, caught two, by the way. All these free agents. And you know what we did, Marcus? You know what we did? Go ahead. Tell us. I t- Tell me what we did. We, we made Mo Alicott tight end one. We made him tight end one. He wasn't even the number one player on his damn basketball team. But we made him tight end one. And you know what else we did? We gave tight end two to Colin Granson. Surely Tyler Conklin couldn't have had those reps, right? Surely Jared Cook couldn't have had those reps. Moral of the story is we are sick and tired of this slow mantra of Chris Ballard. And honestly, man, if it was up to me, if I was Jim Irsay, I'm firing Chris Ballard before I do Frank Reich because I'm tired of it. I am tired of it. Marcus, how many more times are we going to draft a player and then hope, oh, maybe in two years, maybe we'll be ready? Because guess what? Shaquille Leonard's already almost 30. By the time, DeForest Buckner's already almost 30. How many more times are we going to be holding off, oh, we'll, we'll wait to, to start winning. We just need a little bit more development from some players. That's not how you build it. This season, this offseason was the perfect time the perfect time to put money in there, even Odell Beckham. Rashad had it first. Rashad McGinnis, he put it out there. Contract talks are heating up. And Marcus, you want to know what the end result of those contract talks were? I'm not okay with the money you're asking for, so we'll hold off. Odell Beckham called you. I want to play with Matt Ryan and Michael Pittman Jr. And you didn't do it. Why you would would say no to a pro bowl level receiver is beyond me. To hell with, oh, he won't be here until October, late October, early November. I don't give a damn. If you're trying to win, then guess what? When it's go mode in November and December, he'll be there. I'm at least banking on him to be there. And guess what? If I only wanted to do one or two years, guess what? Front load that motherfucker and then cut him the next year if he ain't working for you. Bang. Easy. But you know what? He didn't want to do that. He still wants to put his eggs in Ashton Doolin's basket, Paris Campbell's basket, when clearly it is not working. And guess what? He's still not going to do anything. And then when we get to the next offseason, guess what he's going to do? Oh, man, I like I like uh, Mario Addison from USC. Let's go get him. No, fuck Mario Addison for one. Fuck USC. Let's go to free agency and get better. Allen Robinson was there this past year. Guess what? We didn't sign him. Didn't even throw money to him. Didn't even call him. Didn't do any of that. No, no, no. Couldn't do that. We still keep on settling for mediocrity. And you know why? This is why my biggest problem is with Chris Ballard rather than Frank Reich. Because Chris Ballard, it starts at the top. The level of standards start at the top. It don't start at the head coach. It starts at the top. When you are okay with the mediocrity only because Oh man, we're we're gonna keep we we want these guys to develop. So give them a couple more years. 
that's settling for less. And then it trickles down. So you know what? Frank Reich isn't the problem. Chris Ballard is the biggest problem with the Indianapolis Colts. I never in my life thought I would say those words, but Chris Ballard is the biggest problem with the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, well, set a mouthful there. Uh, but definitely, uh, if I had to choose which one to go, if I can make both of them leave at the same time, that'd be perfect, but it doesn't work that way. But, I mean, changing head coach in the middle of the season could be awful. But by the looks of it, it looks like we're not going to make the playoffs anyway. So probably will get rid of Frank Wright. But you'll have to have a backup plan immediately before you do that. Uh, and Chris Ballack's sake, I mean, it's time for him to go too. Like, he's not doing anything to build this team to actually make them better. Like, you go get Gus Bradley, who just makes the scheme worse. And then you're putting someone in, like, Kenny Moore out of position. Like, we won't, we won't get real answers from the players until the season is over. That's what I feel like. And I don't want to really wait that long. But, you know, you don't want to mess up the morale of the team and everyone because they're going to put each other aside from each other like when Carson Wentz left. Like, nobody wanted to say anything until actually he left. And then you feel like, oh, the locker room was split up. But, yeah, go figure. That's why you lost three games in a row and didn't make the playoffs when it was winnable. So, like I said, you need to make moves – Make them now, adjust if you still want a shot at the playoffs because it's still open. There are teams that are supposed to be winning that is losing right now. Literally give you an opportunity to make the playoffs. If you wanted to do that and you're all chips in, you need to make the adjustments. But knowing Chris Ballard and the way he moves, he's not going to do anything. They're going to let it play out and they're going to try to make their way for a quarterback in the draft. That's what it looks like. They are tanking for the draft. That's that's how I see it. Because there's no way you're telling me a team with Jonathan Taylor, who is healthy, who led the league in rushing last year, can't get any gaps, can't fill it out, can't do nothing. But, oh, you can have an almost comeback win in week one versus the Texans. But you can't beat the Jaguars. Nah, something's not adding up. Something's not right. Like I said, there's something wrong with this picture in Indianapolis. And nobody's saying nothing. And it's not going to happen until the end of the year. I think they're tanking personally. If um, if the Colts miss the playoffs, man, I'm all for just tearing it down. Just tear it down. Uh, I, I don't know what more Chris Ballard could do. I mean, I, I'm just sick and tired of the. I, I love the draft, man. I can't wait for it. But he's almost made me start to hate the draft now. Because... Every time we're expe- we draft a rookie and we're expecting all these expectations on him, it's not because we're doing it. It's because Chris Ballard is putting that rookie in that position. What did we expect from Quiddy Pay last year? To give a boost to the pass rush, right? Because it was needed. What did he give really? Nothing because he's a rookie. He needed to get better. He has gotten better. What had happened this last year? Not even a first-round pick, a second-round pick in Alec Pierce. Targeted twice, both are drops. Chris Ballard is putting these guys in position to fail. To me, Chris Ballard's the problem, and he needs to go. If you miss the playoffs, hell, if you lose more, if you lose more than eight, nine games, I say you tear it down. Just tear it down to seven from my eyes. Tear it down. 
tear it down. I, you know, something that I've always been curious of, and I know it's just a fantasy. It's just, it's just a video game, but I did franchise with the Colts, right? I did franchise and it was just about four days ago. And I thought, you know what? If I wanted to just blow everything up, traded Kenny Moore, DeForest Buckner, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Braden Smith. Uh, I can't remember who else I traded, but I traded those four main guys. Dude, I came out with freaking three first-round picks in the next year's draft. Offloaded more money. Simulated the whole season. Got to next year's free agency. Had about $115 million, and I used it. And guess what? The roster looked completely different. That's just a video game, man. It's it's not I, – I, I don't know how that – how similar it is to the actual process of the NFL free agency. Something's got to give. But, you know, guys – crazy. Like, you don't even need a video game to understand that the Colts had top five cap space, and they wasted it on the talent we already have instead of going to get more talent to help build the roster. I mean, like, we, we had top ten cap space for almost four years. Three or four years, we were like, oh, we can go get a big-name free agent at any moment. Did we do that? Nope. You did not need a video game to figure that out because it was blasted everywhere when they talked about top free agent cap spaces for teams. It was always us up there. We never spend. We just stacked our money, and whenever someone needed a contract, we'll just pay them all the money. Simple as that, without building the roster. We don't have a franchise QB, so... You, you don't have to put money in that. This is the time to build the roster to wait until you get a rookie QB and build through that. So you could have used all that money to build the roster. You don't have a franchise QB yet. So there was no excuse. Simple as that. It's no excuse. Yeah, that, that's starting to look like a huge mistake, trading that first-round pick for DeForest Buckner and not doing something to get maybe a Justin Herbert who was in that draft or anything. I mean, I, I've, I've supported that pick, but boy, is that looking like a big mistake on his part. And the more we grow, man, the more knowledgeable we get about the league, the more you start to understand why in the hell did he do that, man? Your franchise just, j- just retired. So go get another franchise. And that wasn't done. So, other than that, guys, I think uh, I think we've done enough talking for this episode, man. Marcus, you've done enough. Yeah, man. Just like we said, I was already exhausted from the loss, but just thinking about the process of how everything's going, it just makes it worse. It's just not making it better for to be a Colts fan because it makes you not even want to watch football anymore. That the way they do things and how they run it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. Always going to be fans of the Indianapolis Colts, guys, but. Something's got a gift, and I'm not even. Oh, let's come back against Kansas City and hope, man. Ain't, ain't got time for all that, man. Um, other than that, guys, this has been a fun episode. It's always fun talking to you guys. It's always fun conversating. I know I haven't said it all, all uh, episode, but if you have any comments about this game, who needs to go, who's at the root of the problem, or anything else we didn't discuss in this episode, make sure you comment down below in, in the uh, comment section and let us know what you think. Also, give this a big thumbs up if you enjoyed the Blue Stable. If you enjoyed this episode, if you liked what Marcus said, what I said, 
man get, get give us a like and make sure you subscribe on youtube as always he is culture shock i am michael pivia we will be back at it with you what is it friday i believe friday with the preview show of the colts and the chiefs the colts home opener not entirely sure if anybody's going to be at that game but you know what we'll still preview it anyway guys other than that he is culture shock i'm michael pivia we will see you later and always thank you for watching the blue stable take care guys When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.